Welcome to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about how to plan and execute an unforgettable event that will dazzle your guests and generate more income for your organization. From fundraising and securing trendy auction items to event production and logistics, get the best tips and advice from seasoned fundraising and event professionals who have been in your shoes. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about all the various ways you can make your next fundraising event better. And funner. Funner. (laughs) That is actually officially a word in the Webster's Dictionary now. After I scolded my children for years, telling them that funner is not an actual word. It's not a word. My daughter pulls the dictionary off dictionary.com and shows me funner. And I said, okay, that is absolutely... Ridiculous, is it not? So can we use it gooder then? Gooder, <laughs> then maybe. Well, does she still say funner? Funner. She was um, defending herself in that okay. case, and okay. so I think it maybe sunk into the back of her mind. Yes. Right. Okay. Love it's it. like yeah. that one. In uh, this is a grammar episode, apparently. <laughs> yes. Irregardless, people is not a word. Not a word. Okay? It's not, not a, word. a word. It is not a word. And I, my daughter is not convinced about that one either. Mm. But, you know, that's what high schoolers are very mm-hmm. smart. Oh, they know everything. brilliant oh my people. God, we yes. should call them now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could come and give us some amazing advice on how to run better fundraisers. <laughs> Here we go. Because, you know, those high school kids, they've, they've oh, they nailed- They know it all. They know it all. TikTok for sure and Snapchat and- <laughs> Bid sheets, I think is what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) So it was hilarious because, you know, some of you know that I used to work for the phone company, but it was the Yellow Pages. I didn't work for the actual, like, telephone company. And they don't know what that is. And so they sent me a photo the other day. One of them is at college. And they send me a photo of a U.S. West Dex yellow pages hanging below a payphone. And, of course, there's two issues with that. What the heck is a payphone? Right. And two, why are there yellow pages hanging? Like, what is this thing? I go, yes, that was my old job. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing. if we're going to talk about bid sheets, they're not even going to know what those are. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay. It's going to be the equivalent of the yellow pages. I know. <laughs> we have not even introduced ourselves. Let's Holy do that mackerel. first. We've got such a fun crowd here today to talk about <sighs> bleeding edge technology. So we've got <laughs> Inga. Say hello. Hello. I'm Inga Weiss. Oh, there you go. In your um, Eastern European accent. Yes, that is all fake. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah. I am originally from Nebraska. <laughs> and that is a lie. <laughs> oh, oh, and then we have Lord have mercy. Crowd favorite for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh my gosh. I'm Repeat. Diana Duplanchet and I'm from South Boston. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That New York That's accent, it just pours out. That Northeast <laughs> Boston, New York accent is just pouring out of you right now. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> okay. Jeff, Y'all, it's great to be back. Yes. I'm sorry. And Jeff Porter, CEO of Hambit, and I don't typically have an accent, although some people think I do. Oh, the co- yeah, they, they, well, a little bit of the Colorado. You know, Coloradans have an accent. Okay. Well, they just don't pronounce certain words. They do not right. pronounce Mountains tees. correctly. They don't pronounce T's yeah. in their words. Mountains. Mountains. Yeah. Yeah. It's so anyway, the weirdest thing. It is yeah. the weirdest thing. Interesting. But anyway, we're not here to talk about accents Lord, or, or the dictionary. We have we have an agenda, y'all. We do. And we're going to talk about the hidden cost of paper bid sheets in an auction, and why not start 
with a list on paper. On paper. <laughs> all of our things about paper bed sheets. And yes. Diana is, she is definitely um, the most consistent one of coming in here with her pink pen. Mm-hmm. I have, and her I have list. lots of pink pens and my list that we've discussed. We've walked around the office. We've talked to everybody. What's what's your least favorite thing about paper bed sheets? What's yeah. your least favorite thing? So we have a list, y'all, to go through. Yeah. And I bring paper to these meetings because I don't want to be interrupted by my phone. But I can also check it off. Yeah. So I could do this on Google Keep. I could try that next time. And that way I could just check off. That's a little techie. I, I could yeah. try that. I, I will. Yeah. I will commit to y'all to try that on the next podcast. I will create a Google Keep it's okay. be, and share it with everyone. Century. I know. And then I, once we're done talking about it, I will check it off. Okay. Very good. There you go. I'm, I'm changing. I'm making changes, Jeff. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so I think most of our audience probably knows what a paper bid sheet is, but we should probably start by at least catching some folks up. So, you know, obviously mobile bidding companies – originated because there were issues or people felt there were issues with paper bid sheets. So you, you're probably not going to be surprised when we talk to you about what a lot of the reasons why we don't like them. But but what they are is that they sheet of paper. And when you have an auction at an event, you will put a sheet of paper in front of each of the items that you're auctioning off. You'll typically start it with a starting bid. And then people will walk up and they will write down I would say usually their paddle number, like mm-hmm. some sort of three-digit or four-digit number that represents who they are and gives them a little bit of anonymity. What do you think? Good? Love. Love it? Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, so it doesn't have to always be that they know that it's Inga mm. bidding, that it's bidder 201 or 202, and then they'll put in their bid. And so as the bids increase, they go down the sheet. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, when you close the auction, you run around and you pick up all the sheets. And you run to the back room. And you frantically so figure out how to enter them into some sort of thing Excel that's going to generate. Yeah, and there's other ways to do it. I mean, you don't. It doesn't have to be done that way. I've been to other places where they run around with a highlighter, right? And they highlight the winner and they mm-hmm. leave the sheet there. Mm-hmm. And then your job is to remember what you bid on and mm-hmm. go collect your sheets that have you as the winner and take them up to the front and then they get their adding machine out and tally it up. I've seen or, that too. or it could be carbon copies. Ooh, yes, I've seen yes, those too. Yes, they and, just rip yeah. the top page off. And it's so always so much fun when the uh, the copies don't always press through, so you can't really read what's on the other ones. That's right. One more. I should add that to my list. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so I think that's a pretty good description. And so, when is the last time you were at a auction with paper bid sheets? Oh, Lord have mercy! I, it's been a long time. I mean, no, I typically only go to events that we run. Yeah, no <laughs> so, kidding. So um, I don't, I haven't been to one in a while. I have been to one. Well, I take that back. Two years ago, we did an event hmm. and they had one item that they decided they were going to auction off on paper. And it was really bizarre that they decided to do this. And nobody knew that they were supposed to go up and bid on this thing. So it wasn't in hand bid. And so like they got like three bids on it. Yeah. Um, so that was a little bit of a fail. That's Lay a shame. Sigh. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? When's the last time? This weekend. Oh, okay. 
I'm not going to say what where I was. What kind of people do you hang out with? <laughs> I, I hang out with with interesting folks of yeah. a certain age yeah. that like to bid on paper. Okay. So I'm not going to say where I was. Those are the types of people that eat dinner at 4 o'clock? That, those are the people. <laughs> my my favorite kind. Um, so I'm not going to say where I was, but yes, it was, it was old school. Old mm-hmm. school, pen and paper. That is what we call it. And that is when, when mm-hmm. we talk to people. To prospective yeah. clients who are calling us to ask us questions, they say, oh, we go old school. And, and it I'm hurts like, hmm. my heart. So- I had to pinch myself and not to, like, go to every single person that looked they were in charge and ask them if they would like to use Handbook next year. And yeah. then I did. <laughs> and they said no. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with them? I had to this spell This is why hand you're bid. not in sales. I had to spell <laughs> handbit for them. <laughs> so, so this came up uh, several months ago. I was talking to one of our existing clients, and they had their event at a place that had really bad internet. And so the answer is we either go back to paper or we fix the internet. And so they asked if they could pick my brain. We got on a phone call, and they said, well, what do you think if we go back to paper? I said, you're just going to make a lot less money. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they're like, okay, we'll explain. Mm. Right. I said, so, you know, and obviously my recommendation was let's fix the internet. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so let's, let's walk through why, why do, why do we think you're going to make a lot less money? And we have our list here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there any disagreement in that? No. None. No. I mean, when, and I'll tell you just, just so you realize when we launched Hambid, so in 2011, May of 2011, Hambid made his debut at my fundraiser because mm-hmm. Why not test your brandly writ- brand brand new written software on your friends, right? <laughs> yes, they <laughs> and will your biggest donors. You. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, um, we doubled our auction revenue, mm-hmm. and and that was same items, same bidders, just a different makeup. And we'll just talk about you know kind of not just how do you why why do you make more money with mobile, but but how. Do you make more money with mm-hmm. more? I think those are the two things we got to cover. Yeah. Okay. okay. So item number one. Yeah. Ready? Higher yeah. bid increments. Yeah. So what ends up happening with paper is people tend to increase the bid increment. Now, why would you do that? Well, you would do that because people don't want to get up out of their chair, walk out of the ballroom, over to the silent auction area to up their bid by five bucks. No way. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so people realize that when they're creating their auction. So they say, we're just going to make our bid increments $25. Well, your bid increment as a percentage of your starting bid really can either encourage bidding or discourage it. Mm -hmm. So think about it. So if I have an item, let's just say we have an item that's worth mm, 400 bucks. Okay. Okay. So we're easy math people here. So we're going to start it at 100. Okay. Okay. So... I would say a lot of times in the past, if I saw that, I'd probably see a $25 bid increment. So now someone's looking at an item that's worth $400. They, in their head, probably think it's in that ballpark range. You're asking them to bid $125 as the second bid. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then $100. And I've seen worse. I mean, I remember one event we did, um, and they were kind of trying to do the hybrid paper thing. And so they moved to hand bid. And they would have an item that had a, like, say it was worth $500. They'd started at 100 with a $100 bid increment. Yeah. What? And it's like, <laughs> it's how do you expect people to yeah. bid on that thing? I mean, you're oh. asking someone to go to 200 bucks. So when you lower the bid increment, now people will be more, I would say, 
incentivize, mm-hmm. okay, or more apt to bid. Mm-hmm. And then what happens yeah. after someone's bid two or three times and been outbid? You don't stop. Don't stop. Until it's over. It, there's <laughs> Until a psychological you're the switch. Never stop bidding. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's, it's a switch in your brain that flips. Yep. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we heard at the end of the night, I wasn't planning to spend this much money. Mm-hmm. But yes. I could not lose. Well, you've got to get somebody into that mode. And to get someone into that mm-hmm. mode, they have to bid. And, and they have to be outbid. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the only way you do that is you keep your bid increments low, yep. right? Yeah. So it's almost like this this double. There's a double reason. It's yeah. The inconvenience of having someone get up from their table and go over and place right. another bid. Plus, you're by using mobile, you're able to lower them, and you're you're increasing the 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 engagement, the yes. the bidding activity that's mm-hmm. coming through. We like to track that as a company, the bidding mm-hmm. activity. I mean, bids it's per important. active bidder. Right. We yeah. track that. So back in the day, remember, like on paper, everybody tracked bids per item. We don't. Like what we have that data, but we don't pay as much attention to that mm-hmm. as bids per active mm-hmm. bidder. Because bids per active bidder represents engagement. Right. How much are your bidders bidding? We log into an auction and we look at the dashboard, we can immediately tell a not only how good your items are, but how well did you set your bid increments? Because that number should be over 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we know. When it's three, I guarantee you, I'm going to log in. I'm going to see a whole bunch of items with no bids with a $100 bid increment. Or sorry, starting bid and probably a $50 right. bid increment. Right. And I'll say, if we change that bid increment to 10 bucks, you will get bids. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Right. Okay. Um, anything else on that topic before we... High bid increments, no. Yeah, high bid increments. Okay, next one on the list. Here's a big one. When you have paper bid sheets, you're limiting the window with which people can bid. They, It's only going to be during the moment that they walk in the door I mean, it, and, and the, after they've checked in because right. then that's when they get their bidder number. Yeah. You have to be physically standing in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. what if your event starts at six? So right. many of these events are like four hours long to begin with. Right. So what if you're late? Like a lot of people are. I'm not late, but most people are late. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying that out loud for all you listeners at home. Right. Diana Duplanchet is not late. So anyway, you let's just say you show up at six thirty. You you get checked in. You mm. get look. You're gonna go to the bar first. I I go to the bar first. I, Don't judge. Okay. Don't I, you dare judge me. I go to the bar first. <laughs> it's okay, Jeff. It's been a long week. <laughs> so yes. you're gonna you're gonna stand in the bar line, and yeah. then maybe you're gonna start placing your bid at seven o'clock, and maybe seven thirty, right. and then what are when are they gonna pull the bid sheets? 9 p.m. So you have two hours. That's well, what right. if there's a hundred items? What if there's more than that? Mm-hmm. It's it this idea of limiting that time frame is just something that boggles my mind when people that is yep. if if anything, it's that. It is that. Right. And so you can't open it a week early. And right. I, I know, look, I know some of you are thinking, well, I'll open it a week early online and then I'll just gonna print out bid sheets and when they get there, they're gonna bid. Look. Okay, there's two windows we're talking about. There's mm-hmm. the total window of how long the auction is. And so the people, like you can open it early, and then the people who leave early can continue to bid. Okay, and we can yep. even talk about the, <laughs> the one where the guy got wheeled out in, in, 
in a gurney on an ambulance and was still bidding on his way oh, out the fine. door. Okay. <laughs> True story. Oh, okay. I love that. But, but there's another window. And that other window is the amount of time between when you bid and when you get outbid. How long are you notified? So ah, if, yes. That's if another I'm, good one. If I'm bidding and I get outbid in a mobile environment, boom, I'm instantly notified. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether it's a text message or a push message in an app or whatever, I'm instantly notified. Okay. On paper, what do I typically do? I walk in, go to the bar, walk through the auction area, place some bids, mm-hmm. have to do a mental note on what did I just bid on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I remember I might get into a conversation, chit chat, blah, blah. I'll walk back before dinner, I'll walk back through the auction area to check the bids that I placed, if I remember what I bid on, I always do, and how long, so, I, oh, I got a bid on this, I'll place another bid, and I walk away. It could mm-hmm. be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes before I notice that, mm-hmm. and then I counter bid. And then the opposite happens. Whoever is bidding against me, they may be off doing something different, mm-hmm. completely disconnected from the auction, and now they don't remember. And so when they go out, and once you get into that ballroom and some of these more classic galas, and that auction area is outside, it's yeah. even worse. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So those those are the two big windows we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, the total length of the auction and the amount of time between bids. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. It's something that I need to start bringing up more in my conversations, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because it's valid. Yeah. I mean, it's just... You know, I'm also thinking about how many people I talk to that say, oh, we do an auction during the cocktail hour. Well, what the heck does that mean? Right. You do an auction for one hour? Right. <laughs> That's what it says to me. Yeah. So I'm I'm just like, why bother? Right. You know, or. It's a lot of work that goes into auctions. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a labor of love. Yep. Labor of love. Yeah. Okay. So now the next, the next huge barometer around this that totally changes the, the playing field is when you can invite bidders outside of your in-room experience to be able Remote to bid in bidders. your auction. Right. Remote bidders. This is a, another game changer. And this has been definitely more accepted post-COVID. Oh, big time. God, do you remember those days when people would call us up and be like, who's this Inga Weiss and why is she <laughs> bidding in my auction? I'm like, I don't know. She's we winning some her. diamond ring for five grand. And she's like, I don't know her. What if she's not real? I'm like, well, you have a credit card on file. She's got a credit card on file. You know, and so people just felt a little uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. You know, every once in a while, well, there were two things that used to happen back in the day. So one of them was, okay, fine. I'm I'm willing to let grandma bid in the PTO auction because, you know, I know she's going to support us. Sure. Right, right, right. But remember back then, people wanted everybody to come to their party. Yeah. And so I remember one of the very first events we ever did 12 plus years ago, we're, we're on a phone call with this local school and they said, well, well, here's what we want. We want the highest bidder who's present to win the item. And I said, okay, hold on. Let me understand what you're saying here. <laughs> we want the highest bidder. So if, if Inga they wins, but Inga's not there, I want you to give it to Diana. I go, well, that's really just not how auctions work. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you guys want to start deleting bids and figuring that, that's fine. But, but Inga's, her money's still good, right? And guess what? Here's the irony of it. Inga costs you a lot less money because she didn't come and eat all your food. Mm, okay? That's right. So that has gone largely away, I would think. 
you know, the whole, I only want to reward people who are there. And they, and they, you know, they wanted to have like exclusive items. Mm -hmm. Like you can't bid on this if you're not there. And we, and our software allows you to do a lot of that, but either way, to your point, remote bidders expands your audience. What does it do? Increases competition. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. Tremendous revenue potential for the organization. And think about, let's, let's talk about the one event we did years and years ago. And this was, um, this is a client out in Pennsylvania and brand new executive director. He calls me up. He's driving to his new job. Okay. And so he's sitting there and he's like, okay, um, I'm going to just go for this. I'm going to recommend we use Handbit. <laughs> and he's like, and I could get fired oh. because they're, they're kind of old school, but I'm, yeah. I'm thinking this is important. So they run their event on Handbit. They had a, a ukulele, and on the back of it, it was from Pearl Jam, and on the back of it, Eddie Vedder had handwritten the, the chorus to one of his songs and signed it. Amazing. That ukulele went for over $50,000 to a guy in Australia. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I forgot okay. that he was in Australia. He was in Australia. Wow. Amazing. So, so cool. how do you do that yeah. when it's on a bid sheet <laughs> with a bunch of people in a room who cannot afford that yeah. ukulele? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you have those types of items, then I think that's important to understand. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to get that kind of audience in, in most cases. It's a big one. Yes. It's a It's a big game changer. Okay. So now we get to talk about drama. Okay. This is one of my favorite subjects. Um, <laughs> let's talk about fighting and cheating. Let's do that. Oh, People my favorite cheat? topic. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> really? No, never. Never. Fighting, um, cheating. Let's add stealing to that. Stealing. Okay. And withholding pins. Yes. Wow. Yes. Stealing so, pins, hiding pins, hiding bid sheets. I've seen it yeah. all. <laughs> yes. So what is the most egregious example that you've ever seen of cheating? Well, um, I have... I have kind of like my top two or three. Okay. 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 Um, even at my own event, I saw someone steal a bid sheet and bring it back at the end of the event. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> it, it was apparent we knew, and I was like, kind of rolled my eyes and said, whatever. Right. Um, the best story was we did this event back in like 2012 timeframe and massive conference, 50,000 people there. They had a silent auction as part of it. And so they said, okay, so we're, <clears throat> we have the silent auction, but we're do, we do this ladies' luncheon. And so we're not going to use mobile bidding at the ladies' luncheon because it gets really rowdy. And we're afraid that they're going to, if they're on their phones, they're going to fight. <laughs> so here's what we need you guys to do. We need you to come up there and help us run it. And we're going to have paper bid sheets. But at the end, you're going to enter the winner in the hand bid and put it on their invoice. And of course, I'm like, this is a stupid idea, but fine, let's do it. Okay. So we go up there and sure enough, okay, it's, it's a ladies luncheon and these ladies get a little trashed. Mm. Okay. And so what they had was they had some system where they weren't writing it down because we're going to talk about handwriting in a second, but they were, they had stickers, they had a plate of stickers for each of their people. So you, you would walk in and they, I'd give you 30 or 40 stickers. Okay, and those are your, you bid with right. those. So you put the sticker down on the bid sheet next to the amount you want to bid. So we're entering in the winners, and here comes this 
one of my staff, and he says, I don't know who won this item. And we look down, and at the very bottom, on the highest bid, are two stickers sitting next to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> how clever. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I call the auction manager over. I'm like, okay, so how do you want us to handle this? And she's like, oh, this happens all the time. I'm like, well, it wouldn't in mobile bidding <laughs> happen. I'll just keep that comment to myself while we figure out how this is going to work. And so she says... I'll just bring them over here and we're just going to Rochambeau for this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so these two women come out and she says, okay, we're going to, you guys both are the winners. And so we're going to Rochambeau to see who actually won it. And the lady's like, uh-uh, I want it. I put my sticker down first. And the other lady's like, I put my sticker down first. You're a liar. And anyway, so these two women start to fight. Okay. Like and verbally sparring. Physically. What? Pushing each yeah. other. No. And, and I'm sitting here thinking like, Okay, mobile bidding, like there's a new sales tagline here about like being safer or something like that. Like less hazardous to the, your safety at an event or anyway, yeah, they had to get the security guard to come over and kind of break oh it up. Oh my. And it was over some bearskin Amazing. rug. I mean, yeah. it was like, you got to be kidding me. But I, I walk away there going, okay, so you told me you didn't want to use mobile bidding because these women get rowdy and you think they're going to fight. And yep. guess what caused the fight? A paper bid sheet. Paper bid sheets, paper honey. Bid sheet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. That is insanity. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it isn't just cheating. It's well, that is a form of cheating, but that is also fighting. And so what are other ways people cheat? Well, I have an example. Like Jeff mentioned anonymity, you know, just getting a paddle number and then just writing it down, your bidder number on the bid sheet. Well, guess what? I've seen a couple of times when gentlemen, usually gentlemen, love to play pranks on their buddies at the event. And they would just grab their buddy's paddle number and enter 100 bids on every sheet for their buddy oh who has goodness. no idea that they are bidding in the auction. Okay. And then they just keep entering their paddle number and bidding for them. Well, it's cheating. It's also not fair to the organization. Oh, it's yeah. a huge headache at the yeah. end of the day. That yeah. is a big bummer. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there was one organization we talked to that was doing this in their retail stores. And what they would what they would what they found, I guess is the way to say it. What they discovered mm. is someone would come in and they would bid on an item on on bid sheets. So they'd bid on an item, say they bid fifty dollars. Right. Then they'd have their friend come in right. with fake information, register for the auction, and bid like three hundred dollars as the second bid. And so when people would come in and look, they say, Oh, I don't want to spend more than three hundred on this item. It's only worth like two hundred right. or hundred and fifty. So they no one would bid. Then when they would close the auction, they cannot get a hold of the $300 bidder because that was all fake information. So they would give it to the next bidder, next highest bidder, which was the original one. That is officially cheating. That is cheating. Officially. That is. Yeah, and a huge loss. Shame on them. Yeah. Shame. I can't. It's terrible. Okay, but it's not unheard of. No. Um, And then there is the stealing of pens. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've seen this, or <laughs> someone in our company has seen this. I personally have not. Stealing pens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can steal a pen from another one. So, like, it's kind of a hard one to actually get away with because there's 50 pens out there. So, okay. if I steal your pen, you're going to find another Go one. Go grab right. another one. But definitely stealing bid sheets. Right. Absolutely hiding them. Okay. Yes. And then, then, you know, outside of like on the cheating side, I would say you've got the, the intimidation 
Oh, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Intimidation. Yeah. What what happens then? Well, have you ever seen a bit intimidator? They're they're scary. Yeah, and and they come in all sizes and shapes, right? And ages. <laughs> well, and and also they're they're not anonymous. I mean, if they're you've not. got like the director of the school right. going to place a bid right. on an item and. In front of you, everybody you, knows who's bidding. Yeah, are you going to really, even if mm-hmm. she writes her number down as one ninety nine, right. are you really going to go in and bid against your favorite teacher or the director right. of the school or whatever it is or the chairman of the board? Right. So, what about what were you just saying? It was, um, well, bid intimidation. intimidation. Oh, so, intimidation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you'll see people that will guard bid sheets. Um, you'll see people that will kind of just stand in front of them. So Mm-mm, that you can't but, access them. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard the funniest story. I mean, these aren't really, they're kind of funny and sad at the same time because they really do impact charity's revenue. But so there is this old lady and she's at this baseball game and they had an auction there yep. and there was a signed bat and she stood right next to the bid sheet and people would walk up and they'd look at the bat and she'd say, I'm bidding on this bat for my grandson. <laughs> it's for his birthday. You don't want to take my grandson's birthday present away, do you? I love the it's idea a good one. of this grandma it's a good one. being an intimidator. A yeah, she's yes. a bit intimidator. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's but it's crazy. Also, it works because you feel bad. How are you going to be like, oh, okay, okay. I, I guess I'm just going to walk away. Fine, lady. Fine. Right. You win. Take it. I've also seen um, a couple events that the there's announcement the auction is over, and then there's a person that's just walking around oh. and writing the, their bids yeah. mm-hmm. after the auction is over. Yeah, and they're getting there faster uh-huh. than the staff can come Collecting by and take the, the highlighters. Bid sheets. Yeah. That's exactly, that's another example of cheating. Thank mm-hmm. you, Anga. Yep. Cheaters. Okay, what about just normal things like, what about bad handwriting? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, oh, talk yeah. about a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Is that a... 127 or a 129, I right. can't tell. Like, there's a lot of that. So right? much of that. Yes. And then what do you do? You're you're literally in that right. place you're guessing. where, right. You're, you're guessing or in, in some cases you get it wrong. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Or my favorite was same event where the ladies got in the fight. Um, they had a different auction on the side where they just had two or three items on paper. And, you know, you've got, you know, paddle 112 and then paddle 201 and paddle 300. And then it just said Fred, <laughs> 600 bucks. Flintstone. We're like, who the heck is Fred? <laughs> Love that. Good so luck. we're looking in the bitter list, can't find Fred. No, we don't know who Fred is. made his number up. Yep. Yeah. It's just like, ah, I'll put my name down there. <laughs> yeah. My God. Good luck finding Fred. So normal. (laughs) Okay. And then I would say one of the things that I hear a lot when people call in, they're like, oh, we need to talk to y'all. We're having trouble with paper bid sheets. Oh, well, what's your problem? Well, people are just changing the bid increment. Like they just Mm -hmm. arbitrarily decide Mm -hmm. what the big bid increment is when it clearly states it at the top of the sheet. If the bid increment is, is, you know, $50, they just... Decide that it's, but they don't like that one dollar. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah. Items at a hundred, and some guy bids a hundred and one bucks. Yes, so annoying. Did you give it to him? Heck, no. Just out yeah. of principle. 
Um, but still, they, people want to know. And I, I know that they're scorned by this because they want to know, um, can the bidders change the bid increments in hand bid? And, or any other mobile bidding solution, right? In most cases, the answer is no. The bidders cannot change that. So you can really lock that down. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big deal. Okay, then it, the, the other piece of it is like what happens when this auction's closed? Okay, so imagine yes. you, you all have that moment in your mind. We're going to just say the MC's making the announcement the auction's going to be closed. Workers are coming right around and picking up. So now what happens, Inga? Now they still have to collect the payments. Everybody's running like a bunch of he- right. chickens with their heads cut off. Yes, that's right. So now they're entering in right. the bids to some software, some solution that they can figure Excel out how to get an in- invoice from. And everything is slow, right? right? Because it's the manual. Yes. Yeah, so you've just... The amount of time. You've just made a lot less money right. in your auction. Right. And now you're going to, I would say, ruin the guest right. experience. Right. And their last memory of your event will be waiting around for 40 minutes for you to get all this figured out. And I, I mean, even the best of systems, they still take some time to get this thing going. And so you're, you're having to tabulate these bid sheets and figure out that. And here's the thing that's funny about, and you talk about the guest experience. So back in, the, I'll call it back in the day, right? Yeah. So back in the day when we used bid sheets, people would just, when you au- close your auction, they just line up. Oh, yeah? Right. Okay. So you yes. know why they line up? Because they want to be the first one to be right. able to they pay. They have no idea what they want. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Right? right. They want to find or out. Or whether even if they're a winner. Right. right. Yeah. They don't know, right? And so they're trying to figure out, am I a winner or not? Because, gosh, if I'm a winner, I want to get in this line and get my stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not a winner, this is going to suck. Right. right, so I don't want to wait in line an hour to find out right. I'm not a winner. So they line up immediately. Right. So what happens today? Oh, there's they just crickets at checkout. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's so funny. I remember one event, and I think they were they had been using mobile bidding for a while, but I don't think the auction manager had fully like mentally transitioned to what that meant. So she's like, okay, we got to get ready for checkout. Like when the mass exodus happens, I'm like. Okay, you you have a mass exodus at your event. Like you have a country music concert yeah. going on inside. I don't. So anyway, auction closes. Nothing. Yeah, they're out dancing. Yeah. Yeah. They look at their phone. Yeah. They know what they won. They're good. I got a card on file. I'll pick it up on my way out. So we're just sitting there waiting for people to check out. Mm-hmm. Like we're all ready to go. People are mingling. They're standing around. They're they're spending time with the people they went with. They're enjoying themselves. Yes, they're, they're not, not standing worried in line. about Correct. waiting for an hour right. standing in a line. Right. So they can pay their invoice last, on their phone too. Last yes. experience they have at your event will be a good one. Mm-hmm. Now, that. if they get outbid and they're pissed about that, that's a different story. Yep. You know, oh well, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I remember. I mean. There, there'd be guys back in the paper days that would line up at our event and 30 minutes later, you're like, oh, sorry, you didn't, you got outbid at the end. You didn't win anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking at you like, I just spent 30 minutes standing in line to find that out. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, what sorry. a bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer. What a bummer. <laughs> I think the worst case scenario when you're bidding online is then you just had too much to drink and you forgot and you just left without your prize. Right. <laughs> and then what? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I've seen well, you me. see a lot of that. 
where people are like, I'm not waiting in this line. They'll call me. That is I right. am out of here. I will get my item on Monday. Right. And how miserable is that for an auction manager who has to reload everything back in a yeah. truck and take it? That is a different issue. That is a different podcast, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Altogether. Because <laughs> I, I had to help uh, a few times to load oh. all the unclaimed items into auction managers. I carried a case car. of wine to a pregnant lady's car. And I, she looked at me like, don't judge. Please don't judge me. I'm like, I'm not judging you. you know. I just. I think this is crazy. Like you're like loading right. this car up with all your stuff, but no, I hear you. There, there's definitely a podcast on post auction mm-hmm. shutdown for sure. I've, <laughs> I've, that? I've driven our clients' rental trucks back to their offices oh. with stuff. So. Oh yes, the rental truck days. Yes. Oh yes, <laughs> and the best would be to back the rental truck up while avoiding the chandelier that's hanging from the live oak tree. Yes, that's exactly what you did. Yeah. Actually, that was at one event. Yes. For sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I love this. So the very last thing, and I think this is a really important one because you know why? We're an advanced world. We're an advanced we're doing things more advanced and we're able to really take a look at our data. Well, what kind of data can you look at if you have paper bid sheets? Can you look at category performance? Nope. <laughs> is there even a category? Maybe. <laughs> there could be. Could you I mean how how much data performance can you look at if it's not already catalog cataloged for you? Well, and how accessible is it? Like that's the bigger issue cuz I remember, you know, this the one event with the crazy ladies that fought, right? Mm. We walk in her office and there's probably 50 or 60 binders on the hanging on the right. shelf, right? of bid sheets and auction data from wow. over the years. Wow. She has data. Mm-hmm. But what, what, Good what luck you, finding What, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, I like, see. If I asked you what's the most popular item right. you've ever sold in your auction, she can't tell me that, right? right? Mm-hmm. If I said, what's the average number of bids you get per item? She can't tell me that either. What's the most number of bids you've gotten on an item? Who's your most prolific bidder over the years? You know, none of that. Mm-hmm. Right? And to your point, looking at, we call it category performance, but looking at the categories in your auction... We have a report that shows all the categories, what the starting bid was, what the ending bid was, how many bids were placed, what the fair market value was, how much money you made above fair market value or below fair market value, right, as a percentage, so that you can look at it and say, I can look at that report and say, your guests love wine and and spirits, your guests love to travel, your guests love, you know, kids' activities. We need more of those items for next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then... Obviously, in the future, AI will help with more of that. But how are you going to train an AI engine on your event? By Are you going to like be having it scan in paper bid sheets? Are going like to feed this machine paper <laughs> bid sheets so that it can come back and tell you, oh, these are what your guests like? Right. Oh, my no. gosh. No. Yeah. Right? No. Because that paddle number on a paper bid sheet, what is it tied to? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. Paddle number in our system is tied to your name, your email. With an email address, you can get a lot of data. So mm-hmm. anyway, you're right. I mean, there's not much else to do there. And I would say, you know, outside of that, the the one other thing you didn't put on your list that I think we should just cover is people, like, there's a debate about what's more social and what's more antisocial. Ah, this is a good subject, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. And people, and there are some people who feel very strongly that people who put their face in their phones mm. are more antisocial than those that are on bid sheets. Okay, and I think there's a yes. there, there's a debate to be had there. Yeah, that the experience becomes less personable. Yeah, it is, and and I 
I always wonder, I, I'm very confused by that debate, to be honest. I mean, I know it's, it sounds very trite coming from me, but if you have a system that notifies you in a very specific way, why do you need to have your face in your phone? You just have it on your person. Right. You can right. feel your phone vibrate. You hear the special sound Hambin makes. Or even if you're not using the app and you just get a text message, most moms are going to want to look at their phone to make sure everything's okay if they've got people at home right. or whatever. But but that to me, like I just – I don't get it. I don't know why organizations are worried about that because if the auction's opened in advance – I'm going to go online and I'm going to read the right. items. I'm going to favorite my items mm-hmm. and I'm going to start watching them and I'm going to have my bids placed before I get there. But don't forget, I don't show up late to places. So that's how I roll. <laughs> I know that's not how everybody rolls. <laughs> so well, I just think, I mean, to you, like if you go back to the day of paper bid sheets for me, and, and I get it, some of you are still using them, but so for us, when I was involved in auctions that did them, I can't think of anything more antisocial than leaving a conversation or leaving the dinner table to go back to an auction area and look at bids. Right. Right. I just, I'm, I'm to me, I'd, I'd rather, to your point, pull my phone out, quickly check my bids. Sure. I, it buzzed. Mm-hmm. I fix it. I put it away. Yeah. I get back to my conversation yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. 100%. And to think that in, Today's day and age, people aren't already on their phones. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And you know, if you think about the, the you know your I see your traditional auctioneers, you all remember that you're an auctioneer, right? I am. You yes. walk in there and they're like, "You got to close the silent auction before I start the live yeah. auction." Remember that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why? We don't want people because on their phones. We want people to be paying no. attention to the this live. This wasn't program. mobile bidding. This is paper yeah. bids. Oh oh, yeah. I see. Sorry. They, they didn't want them leaving the oh, ballroom right. to go right. bid. To go, right. to go check because their bids. Because the silent right. auction would be in a different area yes. than the live event. Right. Mm-hmm. So they would want that closed. Okay. Yep. okay. Now we walk yep. in and we're like, why would you close silent auction? I mean, leave that right. open because it yeah. keeps more people in the ballroom right. if you use mobile phones. Yep. Right. And so, and there's an advantage. You make more money. Right. Yep. And, it, you know, and I said, not only does it keep them in the room, it keeps them there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that one, it's, you know, I went and, and taught a class or was a guest speaker at, at the Worldwide College of Auctioneering, and that topic came up, and there were a number of auctioneers that said, we don't recommend that anymore. We recommended yeah. that because everything was on paper, mm-hmm. and people were leaving, standing up and getting up while I'm trying to auction off items and walking out of the room, and right. I said, I get that. Like, right. I wouldn't want that either. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to have that anymore. So right. when you're thinking about, you know, the, I know we're talking about the hidden costs or the cost of paper bidding, but I think it is important to kind of address some of the objections to mobile bidding that force people back into paper. The last one I would mention is that you've got a demographic that just does not want to use their phone. And I think that there's definitely a correlation with age. Mm-hmm. But not a strong correlation because, nope. as we've said before on this podcast, my dad is 81, and it's funny. He has yeah. got more apps on his phone than I do, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a yeah. comfort with technology. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll just yep. call it that. But there are ways for those people to participate at an event that don't require they use their mobile phone. They can yeah. use an iPad or something. Sure. Um, but it's not an excuse to go to paper. 
I don't think it is. No, absolutely not. I mean, I the way I like to think about our iPad is kind of one step above paper because if a person doesn't want to use their phone, if they don't want to use it at all, put it in your handbag, set it on the table. You don't have to touch it. You can place a bit on the iPad with a volunteer or staff member and then come back to the staff member right. and say, hey, am I still winning? Right. I mean, Hambit's going to tell you on your phone, but again, if you don't want to look at it, don't look at it. It's a choice. Yes. It's a choice. For how you want to interact with the people at that event. Yes. And if if there were, and this is just me, y'all, but if there were paper bid sheets and I there was a an item that I wanted, I would be obsessed. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to have a conversation with anyone. I would be like, oh. you would be the lady standing in I front would, of that sheet, I would be intimidating like, can you everyone. Walk over here with me so I can watch <laughs> that paper bid sheet. I would right. be crazed. Yeah. It would be ridiculous. Yeah. So I think that. You know, getting people right. at, away from these paper bid yeah. sheets and into their devices where they just, to Jeff's point, you grab mm-hmm. it, you look, oh, I'm still winning. Great. Right. Tell me more about that, Inga. Right. You know, that's what I like. I think that we just, the paper, this, y'all, this is 2023. Right. We need to rethink how we're doing the the things that we used to do mm-hmm. after all these years of fundraising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Yes. And Please. I feel like you just, you're going to raise more money doing mobile bidding than paper bid sheets just because, like, the amount of time you're asking your donors and your bidders to spend on paper bid sheets. Like, you asking me to walk around the room and check my bids all the time. So and I'm leave your speech or leave, yeah. and not see your right. tear-jerking video. <laughs> all of the above, right? True. And possibly yeah. miss the paddle raise. Right. I mean, yes. And there, most of the people not going to want to do that. Most people not going to want to leave their event and their conversation every 10 minutes, place another bid. Thus, the revenue loss for the organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, I mean, it's <clears throat> we've kind of beat that horse to death. I would say... It, it's going to cost you more money. Yeah. If you have comments about it, like leave them, leave them with us, yeah. right? Uh, we, Disagree with us. Tell us why you believe what oh, yeah. you believe. No, Let's there's talk people about out it. there that definitely disagree with that. And, yes. and, you know, I would say that, you know, if you're recommending or you're a charity that's definitely still doing paper bid sheets, I would just, I would take a strong look at it and say, let's maybe, maybe we should try this. You know, and if you've had a bad experience with mobile bidding in the past, things have come a long way. I mean, we've been in this industry for 12 years. And at this point in time, I haven't run into a single guest in the most recent times I've ever been to an event recently that has ever pushed back on giving you their phone number, giving you their email address, giving you their credit card. I mean, people are trained. Yeah. They're ready for this. They really are trained. It's a new, it's a different, you know, we've, we have taken a conversation in the early, like in the 2011, 2012, 2013 timeframe. It's a totally different conversation right. now than it used to be because the donors who come to your event, they go to other events, y'all. I mean, in case yes. I need to be the one to tell you, I'm just <laughs> Will. Okay, I'm just breaking it down for you. Mr. Jones, he's going to like five different galas yes. this year, okay? Right. And so are you going to be the only one with paper bid sheets? I don't know. But, I mean, Mr. Jones knows how to do things. So yeah. give give him credit. Yes. Give him credit. I agree. Well, y'all, this has been kind of fun. I've enjoyed yeah. this. We should do this again. Yeah. Let's come back to our next episode with more words that aren't really words. (laughs) Start out with that again. Yes. 
I love it. Like, irregardless. <laughs> like, That's a, right. a whole nother. Right. <laughs> a irregardless whole. of what you think, mobile bidding is way funner <laughs> than paper bid sheets. It is. And with that, <laughs> we will close out this podcast episode. Thank you guys again uh, for listening to us on the Elevate Your Event podcast. And we wish you all the best of luck in your next fundraiser. Um, If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. Uh, Leave us a five-star review. If you're not going to leave a five-star review, you don't need to leave us a review. (laughs) Or you can tell us how amazing we are. But check us out on Apple and Spotify and all the other places where you might listen to your podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.